Previously on the Fable Forge. Are you worried that the same thing is going to happen here as what happened in Oasis? We're essentially different. We came from different cultures. We were programmed by different people. My, my boyfriend, Cedar Longbeard, he was uh, imprisoned. If we could help you with this favor, maybe you could help me with the favor and maybe uh, put in a nice like letter for him for his uh, parole hearing. This is all leading to why you summoned us here. You're speaking about the Hawthor problem. I do know about it. I think it's above your pay grade at this point. Sheridan told us that Devani had been ransacking temples. I, I've heard those rumors as well. I, I've seen no proof. So the favor I have to ask of you is there are disturbing things happening in the hills. Lakes have gone rotten. They've turned black. So Rowan, uh, what's your read on the on the situation? Have you heard anything more? I do have suspicions. One name keeps coming up, although it doesn't seem to have a source. The Cult of Standing Flame. I've just heard that they sound weird and gross. Is your heart ready to be warmed by friendship? Is your mind ready to be intrigued by mystery? Is your body ready to be awed by magic? Then you're ready for The Fable Forge. Hi, I'm David, he, him, and I play Coriander, the 19-year-old half-human ranger from space. Hi, I'm Lauren, she, her, and I play Oriak Undrald, who is a half-orc paladin of DK, the goddess of justice. Hi, I'm Gardner, uh, he, him, and I play Torin, the turtle bard who doesn't worship a god and has trust issues. Hi, my name is Elise, she, her, I am the DM, and I play everybody else. I just finished Hereditary today, the movie, and I liked it, but I did not understand it. Corey hated that movie. <laughs> David loved it. Oh, yeah, David's into it. <laughs> Corey thought it was a piece of shit. Pretentious piece of shit. Please, Corey, all the young kids are saying trash now. Oh, trash. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, this thing is trash. Whoops. Uh, yes, I will yeet this trash into space. <laughs> did I do it? But why would you want to take it home and- you're going to eat it Ugh. to your house Ugh. All right. <laughs> in space. <laughs> so you were in the armory, the Temple of Nomad, and you had just gathered your new possessions up to go questy, quest, quest. And Rowan had told you that you can get horses, if that's something that would help you. Is there anything else you'd like to do while you are in the palace before you head out? Yes. <laughs> yes, there absolutely is. Uh, as Corey mentioned at the end of last episode, Devani is here somewhere, maybe, probably. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty important for maybe Corey's sense of justice, but also maybe Corey's sense of wanting to make Murdoch think that he is cool. <laughs> that we learn something about Devani staying at this palace. So, friends... Before we uh, leave this palace, come quick huddle, quick huddle. Uh, mm -hmm. Is is Rowan still here? Is he somewhere around? Yeah, he's uh, still there. Rowan, could you leave for a second? Uh, yeah, no problem. Friends, not you, Rowan. Thank you. Uh, no, so, I, no, I, I, love I you, do understand. It's fine. You're wonderful, and you look great. But we have. Some he blows you a kiss. Business to do. Oh. And steps out of the room. I catch it, but I put it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rowan. Okay, friends. So. Here's the deal. Here's, here's my plan. We're all very, very cunning and smart and good at uh, lying. <coughs> right? Yes. Yes. Right. Well, I don't know about that. That sound is 100% what I'm looking for. <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> Keep that energy. <laughs> so we're going to lie 
and say that we just want to see the palace because we've never been here before. We want to learn more about this new culture of nomad. But what we're really looking for is, of course, Devani's room, maybe how many guards are by it, that sort of thing. You know, just doing some scouting to make sure that uh, she's not going to, like, kill nomad or anything like that. How's that sound? Do you like lying, paladin? Uh, not a... Not particularly, if I'm being perfectly honest, but, uh... Do you prefer that a standing guard while we do the lying? Well, see... See, I think you need to, like, rethink what you're thinking about when you're saying lying, because, you know, the first Mm. part was truish, right? You You know, the cover is kind of... Sure, sure. ...true, and then we just also had this side thing that we just don't tell them about. Right. Right? I'm not not interested in the palace. Like, I'm like, it's boring and I don't want to see it. Yeah, no, no, that's great. Withholding information. As Mel Gibson said in Chicken Run. (laughs) Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, fuck That's that the guy. line. <laughs> me whole life flashed before me eyes, which was really boring. God, for real, that movie, people sleep on it. It's so oh. good. It's good. I love it. Corey loved that movie. I don't know if I've ever seen it. <gasps> Mel yeah. Gibson's a piece of trash, but the movie's good. They organized. <laughs> Now I want to watch it. Okay, great. So Chicken Run is the next season of this campaign. Yes. We're busting okay. chickens out of their prisons. Animal rights, baby. In the meantime, I do... <laughs> Agree, Oriak. In the meat. <laughs> Before we watch Chicken Run, uh, we're not lying. No. We're just omitting certain truths. Yeah. Which is fine to do. It's at least, at least morally gray. Yeah, exactly. It's morally right. gray, and we're doing it in the name of, uh, of justice, of right? good justice. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly, yes. So I'm down. You down? Always, Torn? yeah. <laughs> you know what? That does describe Torrin's character very, to, to a T. <laughs> Are you down? Always. <laughs> Basically. All right. So, you know, you know, you folks have been to uh, theaters, right? Yeah. You know, like improv. <laughs> <laughs> Where no. people play like Zip Zap Zop and like other fun games like that. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, what the you know, fuck? I really haven't. Where are you going with this? Kid? I mean. Oh, shit. We're supposed to say yes and. That's yeah. the only <laughs> thing I know. Uh, uh, yes and. Yes and. Yes and. <laughs> 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 Support your partner, right? Right, right. Well, that's just yeah. good. Relationship I do know advice. about Zip I mean, Zap Zop. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I love Zop. He's my favorite one. <laughs> so we're we're all going to on three. We're all going to say, Rowan, come back in, because that's what we do at improv shows. Okay. Me, I'm, I'm not an actor. Okay, Rowan. One, two, uh, three. Rowan, Rowan come, come back come, come in. Come back in. Haha, <laughs> we did it. Why, why did we do that? I don't know. Why couldn't you have just said that? That's a great question. Hi, I'm back in. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Rowan. Welcome back. We're so thank, glad to have thank you. Thank you. And we didn't talk about anything besides our regular secret business. I work with nobles all day. It's mm-hmm. fine. We are basically that. <laughs> Rowan, uh, if you have time, we'd be interested in having a tour of the castle. If you don't mind. I nod vigorously. I mean, I don't mind. No, you're here. We would love that. You're Can we technically go now? in our employee, I suppose. That's true. Yeah. The new employee walkabout, right? Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Right, orientation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The orientation. Oh. Orientation. Uh-oh. Don't make puns about my name, kid. Okay. I'm okay. Rowan you, said. You either. <laughs> Rowan says. You're both kid. Oof. All right. So he leads you around the palace This is a beautiful word picture I'm about to paint. It's a pretty standard order medieval palace. Um, (laughs) You know. There are, there's a guest wing. Mm -hmm. And a west wing. It is the west wing, actually. (gasps) The guest west wing. Yeah. It's the guest western. Ooh, the guest western. That's good. And the the east wing is the uh, royal chambers where Nomad actually lives you know, his consorts and Mm -hmm. everybody who works for him has apartments there and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. To the north, you came in from the south. To the north Mm -hmm. is a a bathhouse. Ooh. We'll take you to the part you're interested in as a party, Mm -hmm. which is the guest western. (laughs) The guest western. There's a very long, beautifully carved ornate hall. And on either side, there are big wooden doors. Mm-hmm. And Rowan says, there's really not anybody staying with us over the course of the next week, uh, except for, of course, uh, the queen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, the queen, the queen is staying here. Yeah. Yes, I did hear that she was in town. Yeah, it'd be hard to miss. Right, big <laughs> impact, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Sure. Have you met her? Yeah. 
she cool? Mm-hmm. Can you draw her for us? No. Why would I do that? <laughs> Torin, this isn't Felix. I know, I'm just trying, I'm trying to throw a void in my life, do I Do I look like a Battletoad to you? I'm an elf, okay? Oh, you know Felix? You've met Felix. <laughs> well, everyone, everyone knows that Battletoads are great artists. Didn't you oh, guys true. know that? Wait, was Felix holding what? out on us? <laughs> I hate him even more now. I think as you guys are talking about Felix Oriak is like kind of hanging back a little bit with his hands in his pocket and sort of like looking around, kind of scoping the place out mm-hmm. from like a, you know, looking for guards and mm-hmm. different yeah. ways in like. Oh, yeah. Actually being a jar a windows and Yeah. 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 Sure. Like, yeah. Can serving stores. Can, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Can, uh, can at least Corey would like to make a perception check, like an active looking for those sorts of same things. Yeah. I mm-hmm. assume you also would like to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do them together. Okay. Now, would you like to roll twice or could they help each other and like one person gets advantage? You can if you want. Torrin's chatting to uh, Rowan. Yeah. You're talking about Battle Toad. Yeah, I mean, I I never really had heard of Battle Toads before. Uh, I met one. Like, what else can you? Oh shit! You met one? Yeah, it was a it was a whole thing. He sort of uh, we were companions for a while. Then he left. They're uh, pretty intense. I don't know. In intense, huh? Well, yeah. I mean, the one you I never met. asked one. You never seen one in battle before? No, he just sort of uh, stayed back supervised as it were Uh, that's weird i don't know they're pretty terrifying yeah maybe he was maybe i got a maybe i got a bad one yeah defective one yeah i could i didn't want to might be why he was bad at drawing i mean Uh, i didn't want to say that because he's kind of rude and i like the guy but he's the misfit toad yeah (laughs) could be you were mean to him and never asked him to help i don't know it could be anything It's that What'd you get on your perception check, Prince? Oh, I will re-roll with advantage from the help of Coriander. And, oh, I rolled a three and a 19. Nice. So that is a 23. Okay. This is a fairly standard guard rotation. They've mm-hmm. got stationary guards at the walls between each room, all the way down the hall on either side. Mm-hmm. And then there's a guard at the end, at each end of the hallway. As you stand there... They, they begin to walk like a patrol. They switch places, oh, basically. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. If I take a glance around, is there any sign that the Red Dragon Squad, like the Devani, has augmented the guards with her own? Or is it all nomadic livery? Yeah, I mean, if if she has, they're dressed in the same the same, the same guard outfits. Sure. So. There's mm-hmm. no way to know. Right. Sure. That's Sorry. a good question. Maybe they'd be that is a Red good Dragon question. Squad folks. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like a political question or like a diplomatic thing yeah. of like, you know, do you embarrass your host by saying, no, I need my own security? Right. Do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you actually saying this out loud? Because Rowan has something to add if that's something you're actually discussing. I mean, I kind of doubt that. You know, I mean, actually, I I think I would like Darn, to. Don't uh, tell them anything else about I see that, you know, there are a lot of your guards around here, like. Is there heightened security around the castle? Like, have there been any issues or changes in the your day-to-day operation because the queen's here? No, she, as you probably know, has her own security force. Well, sure, um, yeah. She's actually not in, she's not in the palace at the moment, which you're not supposed to know. Oh, but okay. they travel with her. I don't know, they kind of creep me out, if I'm real honest. They're super intense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there seem to be, it's hard to tell because they wear masks. Oh, sure. Yeah. But like height wise, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe six of them. There's only ever two with her. I don't know where the other ones go. Nobody does. <laughs> She's the queen of, you know, everything. Yeah. It's not yeah. really my, I can't ask. I'm not talking to them. Right. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Too scary. They are very scary. Well, uh, what else do we want to see? Is there is there anything else uh, Rowan, that you think is really cool? Like any cool like architectural features? Do you guys want to see Devani's room? Maybe? Oh, that, sure. That's a yeah. for him to offer. Um, that's, yes. <laughs> cool. Do we? That's the only one that anybody's staying in. So if you kind of wanted to get a feel for. She's not here. Yeah. So no, no. I, I am into this. Let's. I'm down for this. Let's do it. Okay. 
Uh, he walks about halfway down the hall and opens the door. He's like, now don't don't go in. I don't want to get in trouble, but right. you can kind but of peek your head peep. in and, yes. and, and have a look here. It's a richly decorated room. It's decorated in purples and golds. There's a large four-poster bed with heavy curtains. There's luggage half unpacked in a corner. There's clearly lots of clothes. They're very beautiful and expensive. There's jewelry, things of that nature. There is a live raven on a bird stand near the window. Oh, shit. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Great, cool. No, that's fine. (laughs) Do one of you want to roll a perception check? Yeah. Oh, 15 got myself a seven. Oh. In the soot of the burned out fire mm-hmm. is a flash of white parchment. <gasps> as if something has been burned in the fire, but perhaps not all the way. Oh, that crow is keeping warm, says my perception check of seven. Well, the crow's papers. nowhere near the fireplace. Yeah, so. not anymore. It's trying to distance itself from the evidence. <laughs> is the fireplace like um, like how far into the room is it? Would it be weird for me, the the big old paladin in heavy armor, to go over there? Yeah. Okay. But you know, if you wanted to distract him somehow, and yeah. somebody could run in there and grab it, I'll kind of like whisper to Coriander, like, "Hey, kid, look at the fucking fireplace. Do you see that shit? I see that shit. Okay, go go check it out. Me? Well, fuck yeah, you you're the tiniest one here. Make it." Make yeah. a distraction for I'll me. Go, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll try to just distract. Yes, Torin, make Rowan. a distraction. Can I just make a persuasion? Can I like just try to engage mm-hmm. him in a conversation? Mm-hmm. Sounds like performance to me. He, he clearly <laughs> like he clearly likes you guys. Like yeah, yeah. He's like we giving ask us him about extra the raven. stuff. He, he's into it. Oh yeah. Would you like me to roll for that? Yeah. Or okay. What would you like me to roll? Tell me what you say. Okay. Because that will influence whether or not you have advantage or disadvantage here. And whether it's deception or not. Yes. Because <laughs> if mm-hmm. you're lying. And I'm sorry, out of character, what was the raven something that was. Oh, yes. There's a mm-hmm. bunch of fancy clothes all over the ground and pictures of Coriander because he's the coolest one. <laughs> uh, it says it's like circled in red and it's like this guy rules. And also there's a raven on a stand somewhere in the room and a fireplace with a like half burned note. Okay. Like something. a living raven? Yeah. A living raven. Okay. Yeah. Like an actual one. Seems hard to sneak by, but I'm going to try. One of those parts of the description was not true. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you think it was? In case you were wondering. Oh no, now we're playing the game. David, roll deception. Roll deception. Not, oh, I, not, I got a 15. Not Coriander, okay, okay. David. Uh, so the layout of the room to give you more of a sense of what's actually going on here. The layout of the room is a rectangle where you are standing on a long edge of the rectangle mm-hmm. in a corner. Okay, and the long edge goes off to your left. Mm -hmm. So the room extends in front of you and then out to your left. Along the right wall, which is where you are, is the fireplace. Directly in front of you is the bed. To the left of the bed is a window with the raven on its perch. Okay. Beyond that, in that corner, is the luggage with all the stuff. So the fireplace is closed. Yes. And then to your left, along that wall, if you peek your head in, is the vanity. Ah, yes. Oh. We could see if if she's born with it (laughs) or if it's Maybelline. Is it vanity like a fancy one, like an antique one or Mm -hmm. something like that? We could ask about the vanity and divert attention to the left. Yeah. Coriander is doing stuff to the right. That is a that is a gorgeous vanity you have in there. Thanks, it's a palace. <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, it don't belong to him, no. Torin. I mean, well, sure, yeah, but as the I was messing with you. as the central, you know, he's. Do you know uh, where that was made? I saw. I was in Maldragar not too long ago, a few months. Um, and I met this furniture maker. I am currently uh, sneaking. <laughs> Corey is very slowly moving his his little body behind the giant bodies of Oriok uh-huh. uh, and Torin. Out of character, is this true? Are you? Do you need to roll deception, or is this you telling a real anecdote about? Uh, 
This is me telling a real anecdote about Geraldine, the furniture ma- maker in Maldivar, okay. who I met and delivered a package to. Actually, uh, it was I didn't really ask about uh, what it was because that would be beyond the pale violation of my duties as I, a postman. I need you to roll roll a performance check. Okay, it's a thirteen, and before while Ori is saying something, can I just like lean over to Corey and say? You got this. And so I would like to use Bardic Inspiration. Ooh. Oh, thank you. Tell me what that is. As a bonus action, a creature other than you within 60 feet that can hear you gains an inspiration die. Thank you. So 1d6. For 10 minutes, that creature can add it to one ability check, uh, attack roll, or saving throw. This can be added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the outcome. Hey, hey, hey. Mm -hmm. Great news for everyone here. I rolled a 13 on my stealth check. My sneaky boy. Uh-huh. That's an 18 because my stealth is plus five. Okay. And I'm going to add a <gasps> D6 to it because you never know. There's a raven and a rowan here that yeah. might try, that might see me try to like behind my back mm-hmm. swoop this note. I got a six. <gasps> yeah, that, that's, that's not bad. That's a total of a 24. How's, okay. how's am I doing? So rowan could care less about the vanity, but is <clears throat> listening to be polite. What a nice boy. What a good lad. Yeah, good lad. <gasps> Name drops. The slip of paper that you pull out of the fireplace. Oh my gosh, there's a physical note. It's almost like she was planning to have us do this maneuver. Is the bottom of a letter that hasn't been completely burned. It says, send nudes, please. Send nudes. (laughs) It says, new fireplace, who who dis? So dumb. No, that's what it says. I don't know what you guys want. That's what you should tell your friends. (laughs) Deception check. It says, uh, Corey rules. Everyone else rules. Really? It really says that. I don't know. It's weird. It's it's really weird. It's signed the Raven who thinks Corey's super hot. Okay. Well, I have this. I'm not going to read it to them right now. I'm going to read it to them later. I have the note. I put it in my pocket and I like sort of slowly go back over to the group with my amazing 24 stealth check. All right. Cool. And nobody knows, I hope. Great. Maybe the raven does. Hard to say. Uh, we're going to point at the raven and be like, so what is that her raven? Uh, or does it come with the room? I don't really know anything about the raven. It's not ours, so it must be hers. <gasps> yeah. Uh, no, we can't really go into the room. I was like, I could speak mm-hmm. with animals. And I'm like, you <gasps> know what? We've spent long enough poking Ooh. around I did think room. about that, actually. It's too far. It's fine. I'm not doing it. Just kind of do a casual, like, hey. Across the room. <laughs> like a cast a <laughs> first level spell. Do you do it? So I can go, hey. hey yeah. <laughs> to a raven. Yeah. You know what? Hell yeah. Do you yeah. do, do, you do <laughs> an up nod at this raven? Yes. No, here's, here's what I am doing. Lauren, you're a genius. <laughs> this is the best yes. coriander use of a spell slot that's ever been. So, as many of you know, and some of you are about to find out, Coriander has a ranger spell called Speak with Animals. You cast it on yourself in the last 10 minutes. I'm going to use it for about a second. <laughs> I cast it on myself and I look at that raven and I give it an up nod, but in raven. Ooh. I'm like, hey. It gives you an up nod, but in human. <gasps> which is the same oh. as an up nod in raven, which is an up nod because birds can look up. <laughs> yeah, but if I walked down a street and I looked up at a tree and I saw a raven and I went, hey, with, with my head. Yeah. And it did that back to me. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, nope. Necromancers are real. Like, <laughs> yep. that'd, be, that'd be a big shake up to my schema. That's fair. So I mean, I, necromancers are real. Well, yeah, I guess they it are actually, now. <laughs> Yeah, it, it actually caused once, which these <gasps> folks here, but it just says, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Great. That's it. That's all I need. It ruffles its feathers and kind of settles back on the perch. Ron brings you through the gardens and shows you the bathhouse and mm. all that nonsense and leads you to the front gate. Question. Are any of the gardens close to the walls? That was going to be my question, too. Uh, yeah. And what sort of plants do they have in there? Like trees? <laughs> climbing vines? <laughs> yeah, right. Entry points to Devani's room is mm-hmm. what, you know, was my thought mm-hmm. for helping Murdoch like with the stabby stabs. Access over the wall. When you step outside into the gardens, the wall of the garden connects with the uh, guest western between the third and fourth rooms. I wouldn't say it would be easy 
but nobody said it would be so hard to jump from that wall into one of those windows. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are not a culture that is concerned over much with that kind of criminal activity. So, mm-hmm. oh, advantage so, Murdoch. Perhaps Devani would be. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, definitely. She's literally doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. Like that's her yeah. thing. So she'd be good at seeing when people were trying to do it to her. Yeah. Probably. Because she has at least four guards who are maybe perpetually in the shadows. <laughs> like walking through the sh- friggin' shadows. Like in the shadow play. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And now maybe know what you look like. Yeah. That raven does. Because they were probably in the room. Yeah, but that raven's my bud now. <laughs> We cool. We, we did the upnod. Sweet. Well, that, that seems like a good amount of information. Yeah. So we uh, <laughs> we get back in the carriage. Thank you, Rowan. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Beautiful Thank tour. You. Nice to meet you, folks. I hope you come back alive. Yeah. <laughs> we do too, right? Yeah. Hey. Also, me. I pat my armor. I'm like, this will really help keep me in an undead state, but like not like a zombie, like like where I'm alive still. Okay. Cool. <laughs> You actually can't take the carriage back because you're taking horses with you, so... Oh, right. Okay. Oh, right. You wanna, unless you want to come back and get those tomorrow. Or we're going to have somebody meet you at the gate, no, I guess. we'll take our horses. Why not? We're borrowing them from you. Let's sure. start to yeah. ride them. Yeah. It's fun. Doran, I hope you like not riding a horse. We'll ride them very slow next to you. Does he need a cart? Oh, do you have a cart we do can borrow? Do you need a cart? I would prefer like a, you know, maybe a little wagon or something. <gasps> a wet, what's the difference it's between a, a wagon a and a cart? cart? It's, you know, it's a, it's a matter of size. Like a, a merchant's cart is going to be, you know, excessive. Uh, two oxen wide. And oh, I yeah. see. A, I've, I mean, we've got like a two wheel <laughs> thing with a back yeah, yes, on it. Yes, please. Okay. Yes. Do you have a skateboard, Torn? You can sketch on the back of one of our horses. What is oh, a yeah. skateboard? Is that one of your space things? <laughs> it's something you use to summon uh Demons. You put it on the you put it on the ground, and you spell out words, and uh, you know with an ice Co- skate. Co- and Corey, that's how you. Corey, I have told you that phase of my life <laughs> is behind me. Well, we'll uh, we'll hitch up one of the uh, sturdier draft horses to a cart and uh, have it meet you down at the bakery, or you want to meet at the gate. You know, I got some uh, things to do in the morning. How about you? You just have it meet us in front of the that the the prison tent in the yeah Oasian yeah the Oasian camps. camps. Yeah, 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 no problem. Yeah, yeah sure. I got a, I got a thing to do there. Sure, sounds so. good. Sounds great. Vague. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. So he's walking. No, you can take the carriage, man. It, it's all right, it's all thank good. You. Ori, would you uh, like us to meet you at the prison tent tomorrow morning? Yeah, yeah. I got uh, I got some stuff to take care of there. Meet me there. Oh. I'm gonna go over there around eight. Uh, probably shouldn't take too long. Um, how about you meet me there at, like nine? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, okay, yeah, sure. Nine. All right. Will you bring me some coffee too? There's socks. Oh yes, in prison. Yeah, yeah. It's I pretty can shitty. Imagine. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll bring you That's... the finest bean. Well, like, like a whole cup, though. I don't want just one bean. Oh, you drink coffee weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, how you drink it? <laughs> bean by bean. Ew. He sucks on a coffee bean all day. It just lasts. All right. So as you disperse <laughs> on that beans. disgusting note, as you disperse, um, there are posters going up throughout the city. Ooh, wanted Felix. Yeah. For a parade in honor of Devani, who does have a last name, by the way. I'm very sorry. I haven't oh. told you this. Devani Capel. Capel. Mm. No. C-A-P-E-L-L. There's going to be a parade in her honor tomorrow afternoon. There is a portrait of her on these posters. She is a beautiful elf woman. She has pale skin and bright green eyes. On this poster, she is dressed in black and has a crown made of silver and emeralds. I'm going to take one of the posters. No one cares. <laughs> I mean, the, the, yeah, it's, yeah, that's what they're for. They printed them all off at Fantasy Kinko's. Yep. Like, they already sunk mm-hmm. their cost. If there was anything worse than real Kinko's, it would be Fantasy Kinko's. <laughs> you never get the resolution right. Hi, welcome to the middle of the episode. This is Elise coming to you live from, well, David's bedroom, actually. It's kind of creepy in here. wanted to take this opportunity to thank our Patreon supporters. If you would like to donate 
to our cause, go to patreon.com backslash the fable forge and uh, you can join our little team we have discord rewards we have all kinds of fun stuff to check out so join us there we are also on twitter and facebook and you can interface with us there or just email us at the fable forge at gmail.com i'd like to wish a happy birthday to our friends and supporters allison and glennis thanks for listening friendos our next episode should be in two weeks Uh, maybe i can find the date oh my gosh november 4th nope november 5th (laughs) i know how dates go hope y'all have a spooky halloween and a great rest of your day okay love you bye go to the next morning where our friend Oriak has some business. What, what you gonna do, Oriak? He he gets up in the morning, puts a kettle on for his mom before he leaves. He's like, I'm going out, Ma! I ain't gonna be back for a few days. You gonna be okay? Oh, yes, I'm fine. Alright, see you later. And then... Uh, <laughs> And then he goes over to the... Why is that funny? She's sweet. I like her. No, just... All right, see you later. (laughs) I'll meet you, Ma. (laughs) Okay, son. Be safe. No promises, right? Uh, and so he um, goes. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to the um, to the prison barracks for like early morning visiting hours, so he can talk to Cedar, his terrible boyfriend who mm. broke out <laughs> and mm-hmm. made him very upset. So Cedar's cell is large and comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are cushions on the floor, down beds pipe tobacco Mm -hmm. it might be fancier than where you're living it definitely is (laughs) his right hand elf whose name is blakely live fellow oh my god they they them stays with him there they are in prison for the same thing that cedar is the same exact crime cedar has had a shower and a change of clothes of course since you last saw him skitter down into the sewers and he sees you come in and says oh i thought it was gonna be a lot sooner than this i gotta be honest how's it going uh not great cedar yeah tell me what yesterday was about well, sure, there's someone been following you, and I just had to go make sure that you were all right. <sighs> okay. While I appreciate where your heart is at, so I'm sure you're just trying to take care of me, right? Yeah. I'm a grown-ass man, and I can take care of myself. Yeah. And I don't want you jeopardizing your upcoming hearing to get out of here for good, okay? No, Just I asked the guards. They let me go. Okay, well, maybe maybe, maybe Gary Godman over there says you can go, but did the warden say you can go? Did the fucking Oasis system of uh, government and prison and all that shit, did they say that you could go? No, but were they gonna watch your ass? What? Oh. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and he gets like a little like, ah. I'll give you that, Cedar. Uh, um, <laughs> look, I'm, look, I'm ballsy, but I'm not gonna rob the palace. All right, I'm not an idiot. No, I know, I know you're not an idiot. I did. Did I say that you were a fucking idiot? L- listen, what? Just what I want to say to you mm-hmm. is that I appreciate your concern, and I know that your heart is in the right place. But I would much rather, I, I just, I think it's a little short-sighted, okay? You know, I, I'd rather, but what I'm working for here is that I want you out for good, okay? Not just out for some fucking joyride or to just get out to, to protect me for a day. Yeah, but if someone stabs you in the back, then what am I left with? Well, so I got another sky. I got plenty of skies. You've seen them. Yeah, unless you die. Uh, look, I'm a grown-ass man as well. I get to decide what to do with my freedom. When you have I don't it. see a you ring. Don't have- I don't see a ring on my finger, mister. Well, you know what? You ain't getting one until you get out of here. We've only talked about that, okay? Yeah, it's really not a big deal. You just have to trust me on that. It's, But I, I don't feel like I can, though. Then maybe we have to reevaluate what's going on here. I think we do. I think that you need to buckle down a little bit. And just, you know, listen... This thing that I was even going to the palace for, I'm doing the I'm doing this 
this job thing, see? Going up to this fucking nasty-ass lake. Yeah, I heard all about it. Well, well, then you know, well, did you know that Nomad is gonna put in a good word for you? Are you here? He's gonna write you a letter of recommendation to get you out for good? Yeah, that's really nice. Some noble promised you some bullshit. Well, he's, he, it, this is this is an oasis, okay? He didn't seem like he was spouting bullshit like they all like they did back home, okay? A noble's a noble, Ori. Listen, I, I know, but that's all we got right now, okay? Yeah, I'm you, doing what I can with the paladins to. Yeah, I know. I used to be a noble. I know you just have to. I can't put all my chips on this idea that some noble who doesn't give a shit about me is going to make sure I'm going to get out of jail. So I have to have my finger in other pies. And I don't tell you about those because I know it makes you uncomfortable. It does. Actually, yeah, it really does. I know it does. Just knowing that you got them. I just I don't like it. I don't like it. And it's going to hurt you here. And if any of it ever comes out, it's not. Ever how how do you know that? How do you know that? Because I am a professional con man, Oriak. <laughs> I've got this. If I have to trust you, then you have to trust me a little bit. I got it. Well, see, here's the thing is I do. I, I want to trust you. But when I see you out on the street following me, when you're supposed to be in jail, how am I supposed to trust? How, how am I supposed to trust like that? I told you I got permission. You want to talk to Shannon O'Shea over here? Yeah, I fucking do, actually. All right. Okay, let's bring in Shannon. Wait, what about Blake Lively? Is Ryan Reynolds I don't think Blakely could be trusted any further than Cedar, probably. (laughs) Shannon O'Shea is is one of the guards. Oh, oh. Does Oriok know them already? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Shannon comes in and they are ostensibly a human. They're uh, from Oasis, middle-aged. They look really tired (laughs) Mm -hmm. like compared to how you've seen them before Mm -hmm. they come over to kind of actually at at the sound of their name Mm -hmm. sort of make their way over and are like all right you two need to keep it you need to keep it down (laughs) i i get the lover spats i get you're both pains in the asses but you gotta (laughs) just dial it down two notches okay people are trying to sleep what's going on well shannon yeah Yesterday, yep. Uh, Cedar here. I saw him out on the street. Yeah, I know. I let him go. Why? Why did you do that? Because he said you were in trouble. I can take care of myself. Okay. Yeah, but you got. What look, if he was lying? You gotta look out for your loved ones. Word on the street is they're gonna pardon all these folks who aren't violent criminals anyway. Yeah, exactly. So we don't want him, you know, getting a bad mark on his sheet. Yeah, that comes down to me. It's really fine. He came back. Well, what if, what if someone else saw him out there, or he got in in some trouble? Uh, like, what 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 if what if he like got hit by a cot or something? Yeah, but he didn't. Well, yeah, but but we can't know for sure that that's not gonna happen. And he's so close to yeah, but he to could get out. He could get free tomorrow and get hit by a cart. I don't really understand your yeah, point. Yeah, but him getting hit by look, a cart. I don't tell and you being injured doesn't. It, it, he could be stuck in here for longer. I don't tell you how to do your job. I don't go to the temple and be like, hey, you're paladining wrong. So just back off a little, okay? Oh, right, right, fine, whatever, whatever. Cedar seems completely unfazed by this argument and is like. Hey, Shannon, sounds like Ori and his new friends are uh, actually going to go out and investigate that that lake. Wasn't there something you were telling me about with Darcy that you needed to... And Shannon, Shannon rolls their eyes and says, look, I know it's a lot to ask and we just had a big fucking argument. But if if you see my wife out there, she's she's a vet. I don't know if you ever met Darcy, but she went out to the uh, to the Smith Farm, mm-hmm. which is up by the lake, Tom and William's place, who again, I don't know if you ever met. Uh, they got two kids up there and they were having trouble with one of their cows and they asked Darcy to go up there. Nobody's, she never showed up. Uh, the last time anybody saw her, she was wearing a red and, red and white riding garb, you know, trousers, a long coat, that sort of thing. They found her uh, horse in a field nearby the farm with her kit and 
and all of it, but no sign of her. I mean, no blood or anything, thank God, but if you see anything of her out there, I, I mean, I don't have much, but, you know, she's everything, so whatever you want. Well, actually, I'd like if you could keep a little closer eye on Cedar. And Cedar goes, ugh, come on. That's what you get. Comes back around. Cedar's reward for giving us this tip is better jail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. more jail. Now, I, I know I know that you're very, you're very busy and this is not an ideal situation for you, but uh, just, you just make sure that he doesn't fuck it up. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Anything else? The, no, of course not. All right, you guys take I'll care. Thank her. you. Thanks for keeping an eye out. Uh, do you know what she looks like? He said red, red and white riding garb. I think that was that's yeah. all I well, caught uh, writing it down. She's an elf. Uh, she's got brown skin, green eyes, uh, short afro. Yeah, the red and white trousers. She's got a long coat. Okay, that's how. That's good. I got that down. Uh, uh, Tom, 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 and Will might know more. I mean, they're the ones who found the horse. And sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll they ask got, them. They got a lot of trouble going on up at the farm, and I'm stuck here, so I can't. Yeah. Go investigate it myself. But no, don't worry about it. We'll handle it. They shake your hand and say, "Thanks, Ari. I, I appreciate it." And they make their way uh, back over to the guard station where they were standing. And uh, Cedar, Cedar says, "Okay, bye." <laughs> well, you gonna go out looking for the wife, huh? No, you're not. Yeah, I'd love to. She'll so shake my hand and keep an eye on you. No, you can't. You can't come with. No, I got it. Bye. Oh, so now, okay, all right, <laughs> Mr. Sassmaster. So Oriok, after giving his little jab to Cedar, walks out, gets like halfway down the the hallway, and it's like turns back around and is like all like upset but you know trying to be a good boyfriend he's like I want you to know that I really I, I appreciate you trying to help me okay and I love you a lot for it yeah I know and I'm I cannot wait for the day we could just come along with us I appreciate that Ori all right be safe yeah well no promises there right <laughs> But I, I, feel I will. Like no, I, I will. You said I, that to me before. No, that was to my ma. You weren't there. <laughs> Ori loves that joke. His audiences don't yeah. seem to love that joke. Ori loves that joke. No, that's his. That's his. The that's his joke who love now. Him don't <laughs> no. so much. Yeah, yeah I'll see. I'm, I won't be back tonight probably, but uh, I should be in hopefully tomorrow night, maybe the morning after. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll see you then. I'll All bring right. you coffee too, cause. The stuff in here is crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, All <yeah>. right. <laughs> I gotta go, though. I love you. Bye. Love you, too. Bye. Uh, so Oriak walks out. Love you, too. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling better is that he left on a happier note that's, than on a, that's I'm a pissed idea. off at you know. Never know what might happen in the city while you're away. Don't go on a quest angry. That's what, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what that's fantasy exactly. Brene Brown always says. That's <laughs> one of the uh, things you get in a box of wedding advice at a wedding from a grandma. A box of wedding advice. Don't I'm sorry, I have questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? They leave yeah. things on the table and they're like, write a piece of advice for the new married couple oh. and you fold it up and you put it in a little box oh. and then they can read them later together. Yeah. Like, I think I just wrote kiss. <laughs> Well, <laughs> which is good advice, but a lot of yeah. like grandparents are yeah. like, don't go to bed yeah, angry at true. one another, like, oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. which is you know, fine advice. That is good advice. Don't go on a quest angry either. Fancy no, grandma. it's maybe more important that you not go <laughs> you on a quest. You might die yeah. more immediately on a quest <laughs> than in go a to bed. sleep. Yeah, <laughs> people die while they sleep, but people die on quests probably more often. Uh, so, Oriak walks out. Are you guys there Corey's at the front here. door? Wearing my regular clothes. No more peacock, baby. I returned it. Ah, oh, you uh, you dressed down today, Corey, I see. Yes, I can't afford this lavish <laughs> life. I mean, I can. I can afford this lavish lifestyle, but I decided not to because I was showing you up t- a little too much. <laughs> wow, I mean, I was just joking, but, uh, you know, that kind of hurts, kid. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was just being glib. Oh, well. Well, I'm just joking too. I'm not. I do. I'm not actually hurt. I'm not actually hurt. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, we were all just joking. Ha ha ha. Let's not talk about. So we brought my coffee. I spit out one bean onto the ground. Torin. I pass Ori a a mug, an actual cup of coffee. (laughs) Yeah, like a little travel mug. (laughs) Oh. So Torin passes Ori this like metal canister with like a little lid on the top. He's like, when I asked for coffee, uh, pickles gave me this thing. 
I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it's like sloshing around, and Pickles hasn't lied to me yet, so I'm guessing that it's coffee. Ah, fuck it, give it to me. Yeah. And he'll like, live, live is it easy to open up? Is it like, yeah. dangerous? Yeah, it's just a screw up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at that. I'd also like to uh, just mention that Torin is now wearing like a fishing hat with tackle. Like, like a, a bucket hat? Yeah. We have bucket oh hat. Oh my God. <laughs> no. Does he have his things packed in a bucket? He has a sack of things and also like a collapsible fishing rod. <laughs> tucked in there oh he's yeah. going to the lake um, yeah. oh right torrin's like maybe oh. i'll get some poopy food you know Yum. we gotta eat something in the rotting Curse lake the fish. yeah cool <laughs> that'll be great no they said they all the fish were dead i specifically asked about the fish you know in case i need to uh, gather any for uh, samples oh yeah that's, he's, oh, that is actually he's really smart torrin hey you know what torrin i believe we're gonna catch a lot of fish in these lakes before we head out uh, yeah uh, Cedar, uh, by the way, this is pretty good coffee. Mine's good too. Thanks for asking. I will take your word for it. So when I was in there talking to Cedar, his god, uh, Shannon, they said that we should we should stop by uh, Tom and William's farm to look for yeah. sh- their Shannon's uh, wife, oh, Darcy, uh, because Darcy has gone missing. The Smith oh. farm, you mean? Tom and William Smith. Tom and William Smith. Okay. That's her I last just, name. Oh. Well, he knows who they are. He's a mailman. <laughs> So you've been there before? You know them? Oh yeah, we, uh, I, I think I delivered a cow there once. A whole fucking cow? Wait, yeah. you can order that in the mail? I mean, yeah. That's fucking nuts. Wow, that's awesome. That's shit you can get these days. So Torin, you know that the Smith Farm lies on this western, northwestern road that leads up to the lake. Oh yeah. Um, it's a pretty well-traveled path. They're on that road. Okay, yeah. So they're on your way, is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, so I will I will communicate that to the party and also, you know, maybe like as we're walking along, tell them more of the like detail things. Sure. That- right. We can assume now at this point on air that you have relayed all of the information that Cedar gave yes. to you. Yeah. Unless you would mm-hmm. like to say that you intentionally hold anything back. No, I don't hold anything okay. back. Yeah. Cool. You never know. Cool. So now we know all that stuff about basically this person's wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shannon, their wife went missing. Yeah. yeah, while and trying we to, have to uh, keep an eye out. Yeah, her horse showed up, but yeah. she is gone. Classic, yeah. yeah. Darcy, no Darcy. Classic yeah. Darcy. Horse showed up, no Darcy, <laughs> no Darcy. <laughs> Ugh, more like bridal and prejudice. And Shannon thinks it's. Did they say that they think it's connected to the stuff with the lake, or is it just coincidental? They didn't give you any indication. It did track. You know, there are problems with sick animals, and so mm-hmm. uh, if you said that. They called Darcy up to look at a cow. Yeah. It may be uh, related in some fashion. Well, we can ask uh, We can ask Tom and Will when we get up there. Right, so. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, are you guys ready to get on the road? Yeah, yes, absolutely. All right, saddle up, let's go. Is How many horses do you have? Is someone riding, this, is someone riding this horse that's Me. pulling the cart? Okay, so there's a large draft horse that's pulling... The cart with Torrin. <laughs> and tiny Corey. And Corey is riding Miss Clydesdale. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And Ori is on another draft horse. Yeah, I, I like that. that. Yeah, like two Clydesdales. That would make the most yeah. sense. They can walk for a long time. Yeah. And they're friendly. I like Clydesdales. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to establish for the mind's eye. As they go down the uh, the road, Torrin will just sort of say like, yeah, you know, it was the, it was the oddest thing they had... Uh, they had the cow in a very small crate. I think a wizard like shrunk it down at first. It didn't really change the weight of it, but it was oh, the size to, to make guess. it a polymorph sort of situation. Well, yeah, it was. It was actually just like shrinking. So it was this small cow. Did it stay small? Uh, or did you put it in water for six to eight days and it grew? Well, you know, I think um, there was one label uh, or a scroll as part of like the the shipment papers that you could read to uh, embiggen it again. I guess that's oh, the sure, idea. yeah. It's an odd way of uh, shipment, but it's a uh, actually somewhat standard. It's you know, especially among the elves, uh, they like to use magic in their shipping. Mighty interesting. All I gotta say. <laughs> Silence from the- Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, fascinating. What, what I imagine now is here here's the scene. 
we we all started, you know, talking and we kind of were like, oh, it's good to be on the road. Clippity clop, clippity clop. And then Torrent starts talking about this. And at first we're like, oh, cool. Like a tiny cow. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And then the story lasts like <laughs> 10 minutes longer than it needs to because Torrent talks about elven shipping for a while <laughs> and eventually <laughs> is just talking to himself <laughs> as we ride. <laughs> and then when he's finally done and he says, just a mighty interesting thing, I think. Well, I have something for everyone to listen to. <laughs> Remember that paper that I swooped out of the fireplace? Oh, yeah. Oh, we, uh, yeah, that. Before we... Uh, let's, uh, let's just check around, okay? Oh, Make sure, sure we're yes. not... Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. You There's know... One. I got a 23 to check around. Any ravens? I got a natural one. Ooh. Uh, so fun. You're so interested in what's on this paper that you don't... You're like, everyone look around, and you're like gesturing, yeah. but you're staring really intently at this sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. I'd like to you know, leave the looking around to them, but just kind of center myself for a moment after your long speech and say uh yes the elves and their wiles have to be on guard and then i open my eyes and they're glowing slightly Uh, so i'd like to cast detect magic on myself so for 10 minutes i can sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of me does anyone know if magical creatures show up during that spell For the duration, uh, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. This spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by a foot of stone, an inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. I would guess a summoned creature would count. A creature with a magical ability would not. Right. It has to be like something. If I had a a spell on me. Right. Like a polymorphous toad Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. A small cow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For instance, if there were a small cow eavesdropping on this conversation. Right. You'd know. No, you don't detect anything. Okay. I'll just keep my eyes open. It's a tree lined road. You're presumably safe. And your perception check. My reception check of 24. Of 24. No, 23, excuse me. 23. Um, Let's not be fudgy. It's a dirt road lined with trees. Yes, we are 100% safe. There's no magic and there's no seeing. I saw everything and Torin magicked everything. So All right. I'm going to whisper it to you now. It says, new fireplace. <laughs> Who dis? You already <laughs> made that joke, Corey. I just, it went over so you got to make a joke twice. <laughs> I saw this both is a those flaw. I saw both those scenes. <laughs> I'm Corey. They were two different people. You were there we're for the that. Same, the same person. We're it's the okay. same people. It's okay to make the same joke if they're two different people. It's very true. Comedians do it all the time I, on I, tour. Yeah. Anyway, oof. <laughs> this note says, well, it's at the bottom of a note. It says, the elf bane poison I provide should suit your needs. And then it says something that I can't quite make out, but I think it says, Damn thy girl. <laughs> but it might say, Claim thy city. And it's signed, Bonzi. Bonzi? Bonzi. Bonzi. Original setting and story by Elise Kallenbach. Editing and music by David Gucci. Ambient sound effects provided by Sirenscape. Intro by Marshall Dean. This program is made possible by listeners like you. Visit us at patreon.com backslash thefableforge to donate. Thank you. Hello, it's me again. Welcome to the end of the episode. We forgot to record inspiration, but I did poll my friends and we do have our three inspirational instances from the episode you just listened to. The first is Ori talking himself into the idea that you could murder someone, not say anything about it. And that's morally fine. We have Torrin's rambling great uncle speech about the elven male as well as his knowledge of custom vanities. I guess that's something in his repertoire now. And Coriander giving the raven an up nod. 
pretty cool dude. I've decided as the DM and final judge to give inspiration to Ori for next week because that was some mental gymnastics. Okay, hope you all have a great day, even greater than the day I told you to have at the mid-episode break. Okay, love you. Bye.